there, you're listening to the Momcast, the best weekly comic book podcast, recorded in Southampton, England, on Thursday nights. me you're listening to the last momcast you're listening to the last momcast the best weekly comic book podcast the best weekly comic book podcast that was recorded that was recorded in southampton in southampton on a thursday night on a thursday night i now pronounce you man and wife (laughs) (laughs) tonight in the show we talk about ourselves around the mics tonight tonight we talk about ourselves Around the mic tonight is... Uh, Hello, I'm James. Hello, I'm... You know, you go. (laughs) No, you go. Hello, I'm John. Hello, I'm Nick. Hello, I'm James. Textbook. Fucking textbook. (laughs) Uh, And uh, the uh, fifth guest at the table is uh, James's chewing gum. Yeah. (laughs) It says, hi. It says, let me leave your mouth. I thought it was the elephant in the corner of the room. It's an no elephant. Do you just want to lead with it? or Shall we? Just tell them. You tell them. You well, tell, them. tell them. No, you tell them. Jane kind of already has just told yeah, them. It's the last momcast. This yeah. is the last momcast. Yep. That's We're it, done. Really. There's not really... That's it for momcast. Bye-bye. No. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's have a minute silence just to think about exactly what we're talking about here. No, you know we can't have silence. It's, it's, it's radio, oh, okay. James. Well, at some point we Let's should have, have a minute, minute silence. silence. And I'll cut, I'll cut it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so we're did done. Did you enjoy right? that minute silence? What did you do? What did you nice. reflect on? We're, do- we're done as a, the, the Moncast and we will be back in all sorts of various guises. You're not going to... And ladies is. And ladies, yeah. Not guises. I think Potentially, you might even end up getting more podcasts from us ultimately, yeah. rather than less. So. Yeah, yeah. But but we are done with Momcast. We're leaving the monkey behind, and and apparently because I'm the last um, original original monkey, who's I, regularly on the show. Apparently, I have to. I I I said that I would do a little potted history. Yes. So six years ago, a- apparently, it was all his idea. The name was my idea. Yeah. I was very drunk and I'd been imbibing um, drugs with a friend. I don't think you were around that evening, were you, John? But I think you, um, you'd already agreed you were going to probably join in at that point, weren't you? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So we didn't we didn't let John have a choice in the name. We might have come up with something more sensible had we invited John around that fateful evening. That Do you really point? think so? No, not at all. Um, but John, uh, Richard, who, who was on the very early podcast, and myself started a blog called Monkey on My Back. And and it did all right for about a year. Did really well. You got loads of hits. We did get loads of hits, but we did a lot of link baiting and a lot of snark and people. But you got loads of hits, though. We did get loads of hits, and that's really all that matters. Um, And it was a lot of fun. Um, But then then we met Nick. (laughs) And it all went to hell. Um, And then we started. And came back. five Five years ago, we started the podcast. It almost imploded after about 20 episodes. Yeah. 
And then you came along, yeah, Jane. Yeah, got a girl mm-hmm. to do the man's job. Absolutely, and and saved us. I mean, it, uh, to be fair, it probably we wouldn't have got uh, fifty. I think had Jane not come at that time, I think we were struggling a little bit. There's so, so many innuendos that I'm just having to let go. Because <laughs> yeah. And then carry on. And anyway, the rest is audio history. You can hear it for for, for the last five years, and it is almost exactly five years. What What's it was ma- mathematics? It was September. Was it was September two thousand and nine. We did our first podcast, um, so it's kind of appropriate. End of August, um, end of August, um, twenty fourteen. After two hundred and fifty proper episodes ish, plus some specials. They were some, very special. They were um, that we've decided maybe to give Monkey on my back. Uh, I think what's it called a shit canning. We're killing the monkey, isn't it? Put, get, you know. What is it? Sending it to the farm. We're sending it to the farm. That's yeah. exactly what it is. We're sending We're it next sending door. Sending it to live next door. Yeah. yeah. A bit because the monkey, it's getting old. The monkey's old. Yes, that's the reason. That's the real reason that we're we're shit canning it. It's been exactly four point eight oh seven six nine two three zero seven seven years. Spot on. Exactly yeah. what we wanted. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Well, that's what we all aim for originally, yeah. isn't it? I know that. <laughs> it was. Um, what I was going to do as well is, um, it's been an ongoing joke all the time we've been doing the Momcast, that for the very first show, and certainly for the few shows after that, I had a blue bowl with with names in it and body parts. I was going to bring that along so we could play that parlour game that I devised in case we ran out of things. In case we ran out of things to talk about. It would seem for the last five years that we did. We've still not run out of things to talk about. We've ended up finding that we had more to talk about than we thought we had to the extent that it's expanded a little bit. Mm. The, uh, the bowl, the bowl is of the five, five ideas, six ideas James has had over the whole Mm. time Mm. is actually my least favorite. I can't believe that. You seem so positive about it at the time. Do you still have the bowl? Well, I still have the bowl, but I don't have the, the pieces of paper that were in it. We, um, the, the, the first room that we recorded Momcast, and there have been several locations for Momcast. Yeah. We started off first year. If you go back and listen to the really early ones. Shoot montage. <laughs> if you go back and listen to the really early ones, the sound is awful. Um, and it's edited not one bit. Uh, and that's because, um, I was doing the editing and, and putting it all up and sort of managing, managing the posting of the podcast and so forth. And we recorded in my spare room. Um, after a year, um, Scarlett, the first mom baby, uh, came along and I had to turn that room into a nursery. We recorded in my living, in my dining room for a short while. God, it makes me sound really grand, doesn't it? Yes. My but, flat. But no, it's, it's, you know, it's a nice, but relatively small flat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then we, then we went up to, so after Scarlett was born, we ended up going up to Nick's, didn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very nice. We used to go to Nick's every, every Thursday and John used to come along occasionally. My, my spare room. We've had guests, both, yes. both yep. physically and audibly mm. over the years. At, at one point at, when we were recording in my spare room, mm. we were taking it over from uh, a friend of ours that was actually staying in my spare room at the time. And he was even on one of the shows, I think. Yeah, that was, yeah, we were actually recording in his bedroom for yes, a while, weren't we? James, Which was really the other James. Was. So then we had another mom baby. Yes. Um, and then that necessitated a move to where we are now, which is, um, uh, am I allowed to say the, the name yeah, of the yeah, institution? Southampton Solent University, who do very kindly let us use their radio facilities. Yeah. Here, which is very nice. It is. It's lovely. It's a nice room. It's a bit hot. So, so in that time, we had two mom babies. We had a mom relationship. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. true. 
Yeah, Nick got married as well. I got um, married. I think uh, you got married. I was going to come to that. I think, John, did you You met your partner during the... Um, no, I met no, that's before. my partner before I started with Mom, but she's been the person that's proofread most of my blogs. So if okay. ever you spot hideous spelling mistakes, it was her fault. I think it's possible that I didn't know that you were with your partner when we... Um... Was it a secret? No, you did know. Did I? No, yeah. I think by that point we knew, yeah. 2007, you, you sure? I'm, okay. Didn't you almost I'm get... sure you're more sure than yeah, I am. It was 2008 I got together yeah. with her. As, as Jane alluded to, we, we've had lots and lots of guests on over the years. Yes. Um, not, have not written them down, though? No, not as many. I'm going to forget loads of people. It's fine. It's, we'll be back. We'll apologise to them, whatever we do next. Um, uh, the first of them uh, was Eddie Dainton and uh, Andy Ewington. Yes. And that was episode yeah. five. Bless them. They actually agreed to appear on a podcast that really didn't have any any form, any track record at all. Um, and they were promoting, was it 49? 45. Yeah. I've added another four. It's fine. It's okay. It's been a while. It has. It's been 4.8 years. But but since then, um, and, and it sounded like we might have regular guests on via Skype. I think I think that apart from Christine and Ryan, um, Ryan K. Lindsay um, of um, various comic book projects, comics Ryan K. Lindsay, yeah. I think yeah, it's fair to say. And Australia's. Yeah. Who at the time was um, uh, an aspiring comic book writer, now is a man that can start a Kickstarter and have it funded in about a day. So he's doing very well. And Christine, uh, whose surname I'm not going to try and pronounce. Tom. <laughs> Chris Tomp from yeah, the other yeah. Murdoch papers, became very regular contributors to us in our very early days, didn't they? And we quite often would talk to them. In fact, I remember the first show after Scarlet was born, we had a chat with Ryan K. Lindsay. Yes, we did. Mm. And that that was interesting. I don't know what time it would have been for him, but that was across the whole planet. That was it would amazing. Have, it would have been Struth o'clock. But then he was probably already up writing by that point. And drinking, I expect. Because he's Australian. Yes. And pickpocketing. Probably stealing and drinking. And barbecuing. Yeah. And barbe- barbecuing and being, everything he'd stolen. And being bitten by spiders. Yeah. And being in The Hobbit. No, wait. And hugging That's a kangaroo. Definitely New Zealand. Yeah, hugging. And looking at a map Sex- Tasmania. Sexy hugging. Being terrified of all of the wildlife. The wildlife out there is terrifying. They've got spiders as a struth, mate. They've got spiders that will take your head off. That's true, actually. The machete-wielding spider. <laughs> I know. Very, like eight, that eight, personal eight, vendetta against every human mm. being. Eight heads off all at once. How many arms does spiders have? Eight, you got it right. Eight, right, okay. Well, we've had some, we've had some live guests on the show as well. David Wynn, I think, was our first live guest, was he not? Sounds yeah. right. I, he's probably been our most guest as well. He yeah. was our first guest. I was going to say, it's also worth pointing out for a while, I was technically a dead guest. Yeah, we killed oh, you for yeah. a while, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. How do, how do you feel ah, about Ah, you being... doubted my reanimation skills. Yeah. Look at him now. He's how... still together. Oh, you're quite the necromancer. Barely. Thank you. How do you feel, John? Are you grateful? The <laughs> 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 stitches are <laughs> See what you did what? there. Grateful dead. No, that isn't... No, I, I just meant... Oh. Because that's life's what depressing. I thought he did. <laughs> it wasn't a pun. Shit, that was a really it good pun. It was a really good pun, yeah. So good you didn't even know you said it. It wasn't even deliberate. I, I was trying to make a... a a point about life but it failed so David Wynn was our first live guest in the flesh wasn't yes. he um, singing along to Timothy Swan's um, theme tune yeah he injected um, himself in that a little bit I didn't, we didn't ask him to he, he and, just kind of did and to be fair listener that is the real reason that Mom's coming to an end that wasn't the first time <laughs> that David was on a show 
It, no, it wasn't, no, but I was trying to sort of conflate two events just to compress time a little bit. Oh, sorry. I was going at <laughs> you the, the to time. Know. I was going at the speed of normal time, sorry. You were being linear, it's fine, I haven't got a problem with that. Um, Timothy Swan himself, though, has also been a live yeah. guest in the studio. Could break your arm. With these bloody great wings. We bloody great wings. Um, I forget. Oh Christ! Who else has been in the studio with us? Uh, John. We did John already. Well, John's more an OG monkey rather than a. No, that's true. Richard. Uh, yeah, he he was a monkey. Um, oh, the reason we never actually got into the reason Richard left. Um, we decided one night we were all very drunk and we were out and. Um, Nick and Richard decided to reenact um, the uh, fight between Kirk and the alien from the uh, original Star Trek season arena. Unfortunately, um, that ended very tragically, and Richard was uh, actually beamed aboard the Starship Enterprise, only the power wasn't strong enough, unfortunately, and well, what they got back didn't last long. It got dispersed across the universe. Yeah, but now he's at one with the universe, which is very cool. Um, yes, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. What mm. other guests have we had? I'm what about our contributors? I'm hope, I was hoping that, like, me talking about them, you guys would all have time to actually think and use your brains. I think those yeah, are the I'll only people the who've contributors, been... Yeah. I think those mm. are the only people who've been in, in, the, in the room. Early, David Wynn is very important that's true. to us. Early contributors, Matt and Mark, yeah. were yes. very early yes. contributors. David Wynn contributed very early. Yeah. Max Barnard. Yeah. Max Barnard. Max Barnard. He's got a lovely face. Max Barnard. Max Barnard. Comics are his place. Um, <laughs> Timothy Swan. I think I might start of course. crying. Graham Johnson. Graham Johnson. Yeah. Graham. We did him oh, have a theme tune. Graham. I think we covered everyone who had a theme tune. Um, obviously, there have they've been characters who have appeared multiple times. So Martin Eden. Martin Eden. Oh, who we love. We do love Martin. I'm so sorry that he did this, that lovely piece of fan art as well, and then we pulled the... No, it's cool. That's the that's and, the, that's the final... I mean, John's not in it. And Mom, Mom might be shit-canned. The, the, the legacy of Mom will still be there, all the Mom stuff. And in fact, possibly, I don't want to bury Lee, but there may soon be merch to buy. Mm-hmm. So for you OG Mom listeners who want, a, who want to sort of show people that you listen to whatever we do next... Whatever we do next, if you want to show people that you were there when it, like a proper hipster, you were there when it was, uh, there was a monkey involved, then maybe soon, putting pressure on myself, there'd be something for a you to tri- show. tribute thing. Yeah, definitely. It's good. A bit like um, the Ozzy Osbourne, Randy Rhodes tribute. He, he keeps saying OG though. What does that mean? Original, original gangster. gangster. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just I don't remember there being any crime. Or oh, old yeah. right, okay. which is probably more appropriate. The t- did you say the t- no? The, you did say what the merchandise is. No. Oh, I'm looking forward to the merchandise. Yeah. Uh, and also, what as usually happens when something okay. ends, uh, in about five years' time, people discover it and then really like it. Yeah, yeah that's, true. that's true. Do you want to talk about the um, the the masturbatory delights that have been um, Lee Gallagher? Very big character on our, yeah. our show. Lee Gallagher, we met by accident. We didn't. The the, the thing. <clears throat> the we big, were queuing up to see someone else. Israeli, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing. Um, Love you, Lee. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> well done, James. The biggest. The, one of the biggest things for me that probably I wouldn't have done if not for Mom is uh, going to Thought Bubble because I was pretty much off yeah. comic conventions by the time we started doing the show. Yeah. 
And um, we decided to go up to Thought, Bu- Thought Bubble kind of as a group. Again, sorry, John. Uh, it's all uh, right. But uh, at that time, James was even able to come, which was nice. I did a disposable income back then. It yeah. was lovely. Was that the one and only time you've been? I think it was yeah. the one and only time. Thank you, thank you, James. Say one and it was. Say one and only again. See so if we went, I cry. We went up, and I think one or all of us. I think a couple of us were queuing for Disraeli and we all met up there as well or or something happened anyway. So we were all queuing up for Disraeli, who is Matt Brooker, um, who is great. And uh, and we were stood in front of someone else's table. Yeah. Um, which, Some dude in a hat. Which is incredibly rude. Who we hadn't, I don't think any of us knew him, knew his stuff. Not at that point, to be honest. But he offered us, with you. what was it? Donuts. donuts. Mm. He offered us donuts. Yeah. so lovely. And uh, and and that's why it's kind of good that Lee Gallagher is actually a, a really good comic artist because it would have been awkward after he gave us donuts and we started to like him as a person if we then had to pretend to really like his work afterwards. But he's he's he was great. He was lovely to us. He was he a bit was. sexy even then. Yes, beautiful. Didn't do his karate kick for us. That's he had a whiff of the, the night about him, didn't he? The, yeah, the, a whiff of the night. The print that I got on that day is hanging in my hallway. Oh, that is that the zombie? It's a zombie. Yes. And that's you got that at the time. You got that right yeah, then, didn't you? Yeah, I really like it when people come into my flat and don't notice it. Don't Isn't notice it a Defoe? It's a Defoe thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think you and I had really... We weren't reading... 20, uh, 2000, I'm sure that will come up again later, but I don't think we were reading mm. 2008 at the no, time. No, I think so. That was a lovely convention as well. Obviously, Christine, we met. Yeah. Christine yes. Tom. Um, one of the contributors... One contributor we did forget, who I had a particularly lovely time, and I still remember a particularly delightful breakfast, was with the ever-wonderful George Beedham. George Beedham. Wow. Wow. Scouse, Strawther. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, th- I think you, one of, y- one of you guys, maybe James, but it might have been James and Jane, came up with the term Drawther. That's quite a big deal. Yeah, I think I've so. I've seen people around the internet using it. Yeah, definitely. Everyone uses it three, now. Three people other than yeah. us, but I've seen it. Everyone it's uses it now. Happened. Definitely. Um, I remember that breakfast. It was lovely. Mm, very nice. Black pudding was particularly Particularly um, delightful, but I ended up with um, getting a sketch inside one of um, George's Jambo comics of a dog with no bones, which I forget how that conversation came up. I remember it but really how well. How does it smell? Well, it, it, it can't. It can't move, can it? So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's literally, it's to the mercy of whoever's around it. So, I mean. A little uh, a little aside to that story uh, that James wouldn't have been aware of. They've started charging for that breakfast. It's, well, e- it's extra on the room. Well, no, I mean, it, we we paid for it anyway. It's just we, it was it was bed and breakfast we paid for. Well, I mean, you always end up paying. That's but now how they charge for it. So now it's rack rate, and you have to pay extra for. Yeah. So, since since mm. uh, since uh, Jane and I have been going to uh, mm. with uh, life partner Steve have been going to Thought Bubble without you, uh, we found another place that does really nice. Yes. Uh, full Englishes. Riveresque. <sighs> yeah, it's on a river. Although you can't really see the river because no. there, there's... But you sense that you're near a river. There are four tables and there's only room for three tables and you're all kind of crammed But that's in. the best thing about it, is, it yeah. isn't it? It's given, an amazing big breakfast. Given that over the years Nick is obsessed about the fact that he thinks I'd die near or in water, which actually put me off swimming the other night. I was in the middle of swimming and I said it and it put, it put me off my stroke. So thank you for that. It took you... It, it took me four years to put you off your stroke. Yeah. I mean, to make you actually scared yeah. of water. Well, I'm not scared of it. I'll go back again on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. 
I'm still trying to wrap my brain. So have we forgotten? I've no, we've forgotten Matt, someone. Did you say Matt Dyson? Mike Georgiou. Matt no, Dyson. Matt Mike Georgio. Georgiou. Oh, the wonderful down, Mike Georgiou. Really. Stephen Lacey. Mm-hmm. Peter Hammerson. Peter. Peter Hammerson. Recent. He is, but he's wonderful. And I, he was the first when um when when news broke this afternoon about um, he was the first person wrapped. And actually, he sent us a really nice little email, um, trying to find out what was going on. I feel really guilty. Why? Well, because like he really likes mom. Oh no, I mean, okay, yeah, no, I can see why you'd feel guilty about that. I just thought that there was something else in the email that made you worried. How worried was he? Well, worried enough to send us a, an email. Oh, Although I don't yes. know whether he'd want us to say he, he sent us anything. I don't know. I'm having an existential Maybe crisis again. Maybe just reassure everyone that no one's dying of cancer. At the end. No one's, no one's dying of well, as that far we as know we know, of. no one's yeah. dying of cancer. Well, some, someone That's not is the somewhere, but no one in this room. Well, we haven't really seen. Jo- I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. Phew. Maybe it was just like the sort of after being resurrected. It's like just makes me more susceptible to things like that. No, you're know. bulletproof. Don't, John. Do not doubt. I'm bulletproof. You're you. bulletproof. Right, I'm going and testing <laughs> this out. He get he gets things, but then he fights them off like Wolverine. That I is am- actually quite close to the truth. I had an argument with someone the other day about whether saying something. Was it me? No, whether <laughs> no, more than one person this week. I am um, about whether <laughs> whether um, uh, saying something is virtually bulletproof. Whether that's because surely it's either bulletproof, yeah, or, it's or not. not. So yeah. he was saying to me that a, a rhino's skin is virtually bulletproof, and it's like, well, can it stop a bullet from doing fatal damage or not? Right? If it can then it is bulletproof. If it cannot, it is not bulletproof. I suggested to him that I would find a gun whereby I could kill a rhino and prove that it was not bulletproof hide. Does a bazooka count as a gun? No. No, I don't think so. Um, I guess virtually bulletproof means that it's bulletproof on the internet, doesn't it? Isn't that what that means? Maybe. Maybe only in the cyber cyber domain is it bulletproof. And if something stops bullets killing someone... Yeah but they still get through. They just don't get through as much. Mm. It's not completely bulletproof, is it? It's bullet resistant. But that's, yeah, but then that's that's an extra layer, isn't it? So it's not actually attached to you. Yeah, virtually yeah. bulletproof is a meaningless yeah, uh, is. phrase. Well, we've cleared that up. That yeah. It was all for something. Yeah, yeah there that you go. Was, that's the all den- 250 episodes. The denouement <laughs> of Momcast is that piece of fact. We must be missing someone else, though. We must But be. we had Kihar. Yeah. Fucking hell, Kihar. Well done, lovely Kihar. This is, this is just a... Which led me to appear on my first ever appearance on a proper, uh, on a different podcast. <laughs> and that, that, that was good. I think that was good. I was terrified for two hours and got told off for not speaking enough. Because you, you forgot that you were on the podcast. I, I just forgot everything I knew about Romans. Yeah, which is one of the things you know the most about. I probably so. was while I was listening to that podcast. I pretty much forgot. Although I was able to say with confidence when a colleague of mine told me about going to Pompeii the other day, she said, oh, whenever it was, and I said, well, about 2,000 years ago. And I was able to say that with a, with a great deal of confidence, thanks to uh, hello. Are you absolutely sure she was talking about Pompeii? She might have been talking about Pompeii. No, she wasn't. It was definitely, she was talking about like this old um, whorehouse that had been covered in still volcanic ash. Could still be Pompeii. <laughs> no, because it was attractive to look at. Yeah, okay. Okay. What, the whore or the... No, the whore's a long dead, darling. Oh, it's, right, um... Okay. <laughs> the horse? The horse what is dead. To the horse? The horse is dead. Not Someone kept horse. flogging it. Can we keep killing what? horses what? and monkeys? So, so Kiha, who else have... 
Kieran Kieran Gillen, Akira the Don. Uh, Akira they, the Don. They just now, did one one each. Yeah, that was that, nice. That was a coupe with both of those, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know if if either of them necessarily understood the legacy that they were they were attaching themselves. No, to. we probably should have written to them to let them know that we were uh, killing the podcast they're clearly so attached to. Yeah, I, I bet they're grateful for the boost we gave them. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Gillen. Sorry, Mister the Don. Jamie Smart's never been on the show, but he's kind of been on the show. He has been a character, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Dommy and Alex. Hi, Dommy. Hi, Hi Alex. Hi. We kind of Hi. mentioned Life Partner Steve, but not in the contributions. Bit, Jake. I think. Yeah, he was Jake, Mom. Jake. No! Oh, 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 oh spoilers! Maybe they find out about Wankula. No, I meant, <laughs> I, meant that, I meant that Steve's been on it, though. Yeah, he has. He has filled in... And did the art... She's, he's filled in your gap a couple tune. of times, hasn't he? He did do the theme tune, did do some of the art. And he's done contributions. He's been on here. Mm. He's done a couple of shows just with me, which was nice. I don't think we've done all three. I, I don't think I don't think he's done a one with me and James. No, he has no. not, no. So it's a bit weird because we were talking about You're a bit weird. That. You're a bit weird. Thank you. Um, there must be other people. Who else? If we can forget Clarkey... Yeah, God, who else can we forget? Wait, let's ask John what his highlights have been while we all think about it. What, from, from Mom? Because you, you, you were an occasional visitor to the Moncast, but you're, you've basically been the, the workhorse of the site for some six years now, so. You broke yeah. Action Lab comics, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of. Um, kind of. It was a weird one to start with. I mean, I'll get to Action Lab in a minute, but it's just, it was one of those weird things. I remember one of the first big things for us was we wanted the whole reason we started it was because we wanted free comics. And I don't remember that. No, it's because I had an evangelical desire to talk about comics, John. Your motivations are entirely <laughs> your own. But yeah, we all basically just wanted free comics, and it was through <laughs> that that I got sent a copy of a comic called The Order of Dagonet, which was by a writer called Jeremy Whitley. Who? Jeremy Whitley. Never heard of him. He would later go on to be part of a company called Action Lab, who, for a few months, I pretty much reviewed every single thing they wrote, including one book called Princeless, which uh, later on went to get nominated for an Eisner Award. Um, if you haven't read it, then you've clearly not been listening to me when I've been on this podcast or it's reading been their any break- of the stuff I've written. It's their breakout but, hit, wasn't it, John? Yeah, it's great. That's because of you, John. No, I didn't have them do a writing. It's great because it was great. Oh, okay. No, I, mean, I just it, told it, people it how great it was. Hit, I uh, think I can, but hope. Oddly enough, um, yeah, I learned a few interesting things over the years writing for Mom. Like <laughs> email interviews are much, much easier to do than Skype. Yeah, um, everything's much easier. Every to do than Skype. time I tried to do a Skype interview, something would go wrong. Um, I remember one point sitting <laughs> in your bedroom. Re-recording, the, we had like two files, and the one with me on went completely wrong. So I had to sit there and re-record everything I'd said in the interview. Oh, that was an epic! And then we had to well. line up the two files. That was. Fun. I didn't know about that. Do you um, still do you still have the tune I made for you? I made a tune out of your arms and arms. <laughs> made a loop of them. Is that a minute? Yeah. Um, ah, um, it was nah, very nah, surreal. Nah. Um, the interview with George Beedham, uh that was brilliant. And I completely lost it and had to sit there and type the whole thing out. Oh my god! Uh, Brilliant. That was 
Oh man, I, that I think that was the day that I went completely insane because I no, no, that wasn't it. I wrote <laughs> about five action lab pieces and that interview in the space of maybe about three days, and just completely flipped out and went nuts for a while, and then came back and it was all okay. Um, but yeah, I interviewed some great people over the years. Uh, lots of interviews with people that were involved with Action Lab. Um, we also interviewed Mike Giorgio, if you remember. I do, yeah, that very much. That was the only Skype interview that ever went right, and I think it's because it was recorded at your house. Maybe. That was talking about Elemental Michael, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. How, which is how we got to know Mike. Which is a very good book. Um, very, very good book. Yeah, I love it. There was there was an interview with Dave Wynn and Ian Charman that completely disappeared about Hypergirl. Yeah. All of us lost stuff. Mm. One, day, um, one day archaeologists will find it. Yeah. Where? There'll be a history of mom podcasts. <laughs> and basically it'll just be like oh, wow. these things that are left on one of James's old hard drives so oh, the thing yeah. Mom yeah. was Hang mostly porn <laughs> yeah the last thing I'm going to do is get hold of one of my old hard drives when uh, when you recorded in James's bedroom was that on a kit that he'd set up or was it on the audio equipment that they've already got set up in that bedroom um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean the audio visual I'm not equipment. entirely sure but I think he was sat in the German love swing alright oh, okay <laughs> Well, it's good because you're less likely to bounce the yeah. mic and stuff like that. Yeah, it's very still. relaxing as well. I also remember there were a couple of times where I accidentally crashed the website. Um, and whatever you do, never ask Nick about any pictures I put up for a panel. <laughs> it's okay. Because they there, always went weird. There are lots and lots of people who still now watch uh, normal TV on widescreen TVs. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's fine. It's not a problem. But, um, they can't see the difference. It's yeah. fine. I remember there was a time I wrote the review for Kill Audio and uh, that for me was actually quite a big thing because first of all, the website collapsed under the hits and then randomly about a year later I was in Forbidden Planet and I picked up a copy of the hardback and turned it over and was reading the blurb on the back and the little excerpts from reviews and there was my review. There was something I'd written on the front cover of a book in a shop and I was just completely stunned by that. Kill Audio it was, wasn't a small thing either, was it? No, that for me was probably, for me personally, given that I'm such a sort of big fan of uh, the people that wrote it and Coheed and Cambria, the band, his band, like I was like completely stunned from that. I just remember Anna, my girlfriend, walked into Forbidden Planet and I was just stood there waving a book in her face going, look, and she was like, what? I've read it, yeah, what? Oh, 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 it's you. And then went and bought it. So, and Should I think... have really got a comp copy if they were using you on there, but never mind. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> you, got a, you got a vinyl out of it, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I got a free vinyl out of it as well. That, I was like, oh, this is they awesome. Did, they, they looked after him, to oh, be yeah. fair. Okay. And the other things as well, um, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the Twitter comics. Like The Twitter comics yeah. are amazing. From the original three that you, me and Richard did with Dean... Dean McMenemy. ...to the stuff that we did with Dave Wynn, from the stuff we did in your dining room to the stuff we did in mine. Uh, yeah. The 24-hour Twitter comic, which was a bit of a surreal experience in the middle, um, <laughs> I think. I don't... Is it... James the only one who stayed awake with David for the whole night? No, I, I fell asleep for half an hour and I've never been allowed to forget it. How? Really? Did, were you awake? Mm. Were you? Um, no, I had about three hours sleep because I remember Anna and I were taking it in shifts to sort of like make tea 
and coffee and more coffee. Mm. And if you're Dave Wynn, just more coffee. Like, I've never known one person to drink so much coffee. Well, to be fair, it might have been a side effect of the fact that he was drawing and writing fucking 24-hour comp. Yeah. (laughs) So... He probably needed something. It's no mean. It's no mean feat. It was either that, or he was going to be having to have something much stronger. Caffeine mm. pills, maybe. And Red Bull, something. Always been a huge thing because, like, on my like, if you walk into our dining room, there is just pretty much it is apart from one very very nice page of Elemental Mike that Mike Giorgio gave us. Uh, there's just a string of Dave Wynn pieces, and it's like. I always love being able to tell people who come around my house for the first time like what they are, the story behind them. And it's something that actually like I was genuinely proud of with the Twitter comics. We've managed to somehow orchestrate um a complete story out of what effectively is the chaos of Twitter. Mm-hmm. And what's more, people were really, really sort of into it and involved in it, like Jimmy Palmiotti. Mm. Like he provided the tweet that kicked off the last Twitter comic and I remember yeah. at the time Jimmy I was just Bamley like comic. yeah it was like of. wow <laughs> sort of like how do we have that and I think that's what's always kind of boggled my brain slightly is just we were a bunch of people that just started talking about comics because we liked it and the things that we've got to see and do as a result of that are just incredible yeah. it's like I don't ever like I still look at it and think how the hell did I end up talking to like Three American people at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night about a comic they'd written. I had no idea how I got to that point, which was a bit weird because I was asking them questions. Yeah, yeah. You're good at it, though. Yeah. But no, that's pretty much my main experience as a mom is just... I think the moral of the story is if you want something, ask. And quite often it gets you somewhere. John can have a kiss. Maybe not now. Okay. <laughs> I thought a minute ago he was trying to make him cry just by being mean to him. Jeez, like two or, two or three sentences. That was really lovely and uh, a nice journey down. Uh, and you have been the powerhouse, the the main writer on that site for a really long yeah. time. Now, yeah, it's, which um don't we don't really talk about enough um on the pod. Um, but there's no time to rectify that now. <laughs> the uh, the thing about the talking about David doing the twenty four hour comic, just seeing him go from just seeing his work for all this time and him being so attached to us but mm. him being so talented yeah. lots of talented people involved mm. yeah with us yeah but he's so prolific and now obviously he's working on space cake space cake spacey cake cakes spaces cake not those types space of space spaces cake. cape spaces cape yeah, so the uh, Cape of Space, Charmin, which yeah. is pretty amazing. And uh, David kind of epitomises what I think what's been best about the Moncast are the real genuine friendships that we've made. Yeah. Mm. We've been thing. really lucky. David's the epitome. He is of so many things, isn't he? <laughs> so, like I said, uh, we had um, we had a uh, originally it was a bit of a sausage fest, the Moncast. I don't know mm. what you mean. And um, in a in a stroke of um. Absolutely outstanding tokenism. Did you ever get sausages? <laughs> I, I invited um, yeah. I invited my friend Jane, who at the time um, hadn't really read many comics. No, the only thing fair. I read was um, Why the Last Man, and, and that, that was, was after that you was kept my going fault. on. Oh, it was both you going on and on about it. It was good, and then I was hooked. And so, and then I think it was about. What, can you remember which episode it was? Your first six. I think it's episode six or something. Maybe, or maybe well, it's less than that. I think I was I've, drunk. For those I'm pretty sure we were in the teens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joined us. Yeah. But anyway, what, 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 Jamie? Your, your sort of key memories from, from Momba? 
Well, I guess the first thing is not really a memory, it's just how far I've come. Being a noob to now being someone who has really quite extensive comic knowledge is... You've kind of outgrown your usefulness for us as far as we can see. Yeah, I know. The highlights are going to Thought Bubble, meeting Becky Cloonan, mm. meeting all the people that I'd really enjoyed their art and their stories and just meeting them and finding out they're lovely people. Um, the friendships, just all the amazing talent we've seen over the years, just incredible, incredible stuff. Like Spandex, absolutely loved Martin. Yeah, Martin's he was, amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. And seeing how well he's done going from Omen to Spandex and then obviously getting actually published in and... Um, released in Forbidden Planet was was really really good. Um, just meeting our kind of people. <laughs> I don't mean that in a clicky kind of way. Just just being with people that had the same interest as you, and you could talk about anything. It doesn't have to be comics. Um, Quite often, uh, you end up talking to people about stuff. There's a particular conversation we had with Michael Georgiou that I never would have had if it wasn't for Thought Bubble, uh, not for Thought Bubble, for Momcast, in James's back garden, that I never would have dreamed I'd heard. Yeah, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> anyway, My neighbours haven't looked at me in the same way since that <laughs> evening either. Sorry, Jane. That's all right. Um, just the, and also the love we've had from people, our very dedicated listeners. Mm. I can say plural now, because we can admit that. It's more. fine, yeah, there is only just. But there is there's more. about at least eight or nine people outside of this room which is mm. quite quite good considering um, where we started yeah that is quite good um obviously life partner steve was just a stalker to begin <laughs> with among us. he kind of was if you write down that story it'd be kind of creepy it would be really well, you down my and... mum asking me how we got together i can't really tell her mm. that's just it has to do with a man getting his penis stuck in a pipe <laughs> You know, I can't. I was going to say, I don't think I've heard this story. I haven't heard this story. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, uh, um, because of my no swearing on the podcast. So, uh, life partner Steve wasn't formerly just Steve. Um, pledged, he and James pledged £10 each to British Heart Foundation if I swore. And Ah. I swore, and the word was, I'm going to swear as listener, was fuck knuckle. Mm -hmm. And it was to do with a story in the local paper about a man who'd gotten his penis stuck in a a tube. Um, So so Steve reenacted that for you on what, your first anniversary or? No. Oh, okay. We did try to find out who the guy was, but no. And, you know, Why? What, to invite him in? No, no. <laughs> God, Nick. He's, he's quite easy know. to spot. He walks around town with pipes. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently he wasn't very big, so oh. the pipe. I learned that much. Um, More of a straw. <laughs> um, that made me feel really faint for some reason. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, um, I've just lost my train of thought. I think um, it would have been you around, enjoyed around having... his penis, not up his urethra. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Oh. You were telling us that you enjoyed having sex with Steve, no, and that was one of the benefits was, of. Um, that's not what I was saying. Yes, um, it was. Um, so yes, I now have the wonderful life partner Steve. Thank you to Mom. Um, oh God, I hope he doesn't expire when this finishes. That's not going to be very good. <laughs> I don't think he's got a best before date. Oh, good, good, good. Or well, a used by, which is the one where you can still, you best can still before. eat best it, before. but yeah. it, it best might before, not be as yeah. good. He might have one of those, but oh, I think he, he's got a used by date. He still looks plenty box fresh to me. Yeah, you is. get to go swimming with him. Yeah, and I know things that people know about. I know things, things you people wouldn't believe. Yeah, honestly though, it'd have to be quite a pipe. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> 
Scarpa's urethra. (laughs) Please stop saying urethra. (laughs) I don't think I can. Have a little more respect. Um. Thank you. That was deliberate. That wasn't like my Grateful Dead thing. That was amazing. Thank Thank you. Um, Shall we just have a little more applause and silence for that? Sorry, Jane. Go. No, that's okay. I was just trying to think about it. You, now I keep thinking about um, straws. I've just um, got a razor stuck in my head. Oh. No, I mean because of James, it's okay. Yeah. Do you know what you're having for tea tonight? <laughs> um, that's got... been a constant highlight for me. Is your hunger? Yes. <laughs> Always hungry. Oh, even more so when we gave up smoking. Mm. Um, that's a mom thing. Yeah, giving yeah. up smoking. Uh, that's not... I've had two promotions since doing mom, so I've gone from being busy to non-existent uh-huh. <laughs> recently, and yeah, it's just been fun. It has been fun, by and large. Are you about to cue another montage? Yep. <laughs> montage! Think about all the times we had fun. Other things I've got to do because of mom, get lost in London... At three o'clock in the morning. How did that? When was that? Um, <laughs> we went to an uh, SCC. SCC. Oh, yeah. And we went to the sort of Anna and myself had got a hotel room in the Canary Wharf Hilton, and we basically went to the pub and we were on the sort of DLR going home, and we had to change trains. I got off, and the door shut behind me, <laughs> and she was whisked away on a train <laughs> to God only knows where, leaving me in Some, the middle of Canary Wharf. Somewhere else in London, John. With <laughs> no... Well, yeah, and so I basically ended up running around Canary Wharf at, I think it was about two in the morning, That's trying to... That's what you're supposed to do. Well, if one of you gets fly? on the train, the other if one of you gets on the train, one of you gets off the platform, one of you stands where you are and the other person will come back for you. That's the rule. Yeah. Uh it was the last train as well. Yeah, that's not that was work, why we had to break the rule. I mean you could have waited till Did six the next morning. Her? Uh no, this was the other problem. Uh both of our phones had actually expired. Uh, of battery was rest it in be- peace. <laughs> was it best before or <laughs> <laughs> No, that phone wasn't best before anything or right. after it. But, um, yeah, so there we were, neither of us with phones, both stuck on bizarre trains going all over London. I think in the end I'd managed to get to Canary Wharf and just get some money and get a cab back to our hotel, um, which she had the same idea as well. But it was a bizarre experience when you've actually got no idea where you are and all you're trying to do is make sure you don't end up in Stratford because people will kill you. Um, £500 in taxi fares later. We're not mm-hmm. we're not city folk. It can be confusing. London can be confusing. Yeah, Actually, is. Southampton is celebrating 50 years of city status this year, and I'll thank you to respect that. Oh, my God. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Thank you, you urethra. <laughs> Find out what Southampton means to me. Yeah. I've got a highlight. C-I-T-5. The calzone we had the night um, Tim Tim um, Swan came down. That oh, was lovely. Thinking about that. Oh, that was a lovely I think calzone. the ice cream was more of a highlight than the meal. No, the calzone was my highlight. And drinking a big black cup of coffee at half past ten at night when I know that it does silly things to me. Do you remember Pizza Express in that uh, Thought Bubble? When yes. we met that late, we met... Um, we had a huge meal mm. with loads of loads of like people that we yeah. that we kind of knew through the pod, but some people that we yeah. only just met then. And we ended up with this long table, and mm. there's a there was a, a couple with a baby. Yes, that um, moved for us. 
that moved for us. Mm. I still talk to her every. The yeah. baby's oh, getting bigger baby. and bigger. Yeah, yeah, she's she's I forget. I forget the dude's name. I know he had yeah. some like Dick Turpin sort of uh, comics. And I forget what yeah. they forget what they called, but they look very cool. I can. I'm. I'm so bad with names that until I've actually talked to them like seven hundred times, I won't. Know. Of course, you and I befriended um, Jr. Jr. Yes, yes, we are some funny guys. I don't. You guys are right. funny guys. You is. are my muses. He yeah. said, and apparently every comic book, you know, um, Captain America looked a little bit like Tintin in the first X Men versus. Goes, I'm gonna do your Tintin in my X Men versus Avengers sheesh book, funny guys. Ha ha ha. That was uh, the Avengers was going to be called because they've got all the different Avengers. It was going to be called Avengers. Yeah. But he was going to do a book just yeah. specifically called Avengers Funny Guys. Yeah. But uh, apparently he doesn't get to make decisions yeah. like that because he's an artist. And it'd be based around two sort of new Avengers who um, weren't really sure about getting out of lifts. Uh, little and large. Yeah, that's they right. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't have Little and Large over there, so there wouldn't have been any sort of... Yeah. Uh, they have Lauren Hardy. A Little and Large still alive? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah, and, and as yet untroubled by any of the other troubles that have been going on for many celebrities of their era. So, fingers crossed... Yeah, well, news is breaking on that every week, isn't it? Mm. Apparently, at the moment. Yeah. Go on, James. What are you talking about? Nothing in particular. Um, so that's been very. Oh, to be fair, you tree has been an ongoing theme for the last it's year the for the podcast. Yeah. And Rob Liefeld, who who I retweeted um, unironically yesterday because I agreed when he said that he thinks, in terms of movie franchise power, Star Wars will. Um, uh, inch ahead of uh, Marvel again uh, next year, and I totally agree with him. Oh my God, have you guys seen the picture of Mark Hamill that's been doing the rounds this week? Of him no. With his lovely beard, and he stood there with his arms crossed. Oh my God, he looks so cool. Do you love him? I showed it's the picture. Um, uh, James ran last. Oh God, yeah, I love him. Um, James ran last night. It's a picture I showed Scarlet because Scarlet's bang into Star Wars now. And just think, she hadn't even been born when they did the first one, and now we've got another Star Wars fan in the world. Yeah. Um, it's the Otherwise, pic- she's great, though. You fuck off. <laughs> how, how sincere are you about your love of Star Wars? Me? Yeah, would you say you're honest when you're saying, oh, that doesn't really work, forget it. it? Just You haven't really done your catchphrase properly yet. It's been such a long time. Well, I love the boys. No, what? not that one. That was one. That was the yeah. one, James I remember. James had a lot of the catchphrases, so what are they? Uh... I really, really love the boys. Yeah, There's to be honest one. with you. That's the one. I did it earlier. Did you? Sorry, yeah. I wasn't listening. There's another reason we're not doing it anymore. Rob Leefield. Rob Leefield. And then, but that doesn't work if it's just Rob Leefield. Say it. Okay, so I've got some news this week. Uh, Rob Leef. No. No. Oh, you, you almost made me say the old word then. You were a bit out of practice. What are we uh, not going to have on this episode? It's your uh, special promotional thing that we do. I'll put something in James's mouth. Yeah, James. Uh, uh, <laughs> James has all the catchphrases. To be he's... fair, the theme tune is me going like that and Jane going, Aah! Yeah, he's podcasting's man of the seven voices. At least seven voices. It's been good. What else? What else is going on? What about what you, else? Nick? Oh, yeah. me? Um, Were you waiting for someone to ask you? No, I... <laughs> please, I, guys, please, I'm padding here. Can someone ask me? I'm no good at... Uh, I'm, I'm, my memory is awful. I'm no good at any of this stuff. So what happened last week, then? Fuck, I don't know. Oh, Tell I me about one at, feeling you felt. I spoke at... Uh, I, actually, it, interestingly, I did speak about the origins of Mob and how I effectively came in and made the website unviable by telling these guys 
Uh, Do it properly. You know, I really don't think... Uh, I mean, I know it's popular, but I don't like snark or lists that have arbitrary lengths that peter out often. <laughs> if you've decided on eight things... Then do eight things. Don't get to seven and then just come up with a couple of random things afterwards. Anyway, so so I effectively made it unsellable as a site. Yeah, we definitely got a lot less hits after you mm. came on board. Started, anyway. Started giving your opinions. But so I was at Nine Songs this weekend uh, talking about podcasts. Nine Songs? Nine Songs isn't a thing, is it? That's no. something else. Nine, Nine Songs worlds. is a film mm. where there's actual real sexing in it by the actors who have actual real sexing. There's loads of films like that on the internet, mate. This is, yeah. this, is, uh, this is by the guy who does all of those films with um, uh, Steve Coogan. It doesn't matter. There's still loads. Henry or, Normal. Or Bryden. No, the man who made it. Henry Normal. No, oh. the man who actually directed it. Never mind, anyway, it doesn't matter. But uh, in uh, unsurprisingly, the male actor in that film continues mm. to get work, but the female actor in that film is basically... She have to look after their children. No, she's she's just being treated like she's damaged goods mostly oh. and doesn't get much work, so that's weird. awful. The patriarchy sucks. Yeah. Um, it's the other show. No, I think we talk about it on this show as well. Fair enough. The patriarchy always sucks. It does. It sucks quite hard in comics, actually, quite regularly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't have met you guys if I hadn't picked the... There was one startling flash of negativity that started all of this off, which was... What's the us, worst book you've ever yeah, bought? What's the worst, what's the worst book, book, you've book you've ever read? The worst comic book you've ever read, which was what? It was Amazing Spider-Man. I can't remember which issue. It was a 9-11 tribute. Really. Yeah. It was a 9-11 tribute. I, for some reason, my brain wants to say issue uh, like 437, but I'm probably wrong. Mm. But, I... You've let it. You let your brain say that. Well oh, okay. done. But I had to write... I remember writing an entire piece explaining why we chose that book mm. as well, which was... That was a weird one. I remember having to sit there and read through lots of stuff about 9-11 all one Sunday morning. I'm and sorry. It was quite quite an emotionally draining experience. Tell oh. us about it. Go on, John. No. I just did. Don't meet John. Tell us about it and then immediately tell us about All-Star Superman. <laughs> oh, dear God. Yes, that one. I uh, I pretty much stand by choosing that comic as the worst one I've ever read, and that's probably the last time a comic actually made me angry. You know, I get, except for the three dollar ninety nine thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I've read that issue quite a lot of times since then, and yeah, it just really sticks in my craw. Have we outlived Kapow? Oh, yeah, by some way, I think, and Clint. <laughs> yeah, we've outlived Clint. Yeah. That's, there's nothing for us to live for now, Clint has really gone. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about it until yeah. Jane mentioned it. To me. Until Jane mentioned Kapow, I'd forgotten that was I, a thing. I haven't got such a bug up my ass about Mark Miller anymore, which is nicer. Well, here's the thing about comics and about uh, the internet in general and the way fandom works and all of that stuff is... Kapow seemed really important at the time, didn't it? And mm, Clint, yeah, it seemed it seemed like it was really indicative of something bad that everyone yeah. was talking about how bad it was, and it just didn't last because yeah. yeah. things don't. Yeah, nothing lasts forever. Oh God, didn't even mean to make that point. <laughs> remember, remember that time when we seemed like something that people should make stop happening. Yeah, <laughs> like Kapow and Clint. Um, the, uh, but um. Yeah, so I met you guys 
through that. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't really mean to do podcasting. I just mentioned to you that podcasting was podcasts are great. And I thought you should do one because you were funny. Well, right from the right from the get go, Mum, I'd wanted to do a podcast, and mm. I think it's fair to say that you and Rich were a bit more reticent, John, than yeah. I. Mm. I think Nick was really the catalyst for getting the podcast going, and I don't think it would have gone going if you weren't so enthusiastic. I just remember like a couple of days after mentioning it to you around my house, planning it, and I'm like, who the fuck is this dude I've just met yep. who wants to do I a remember podcast? That, right? Well, the way I remember it is, I said, um, I said you should do one. And I don't know if it was at the not do one. Do and a I, I hadn't drunk enough at that point to take umbrage to you saying no, that. No, I, I said I said you should do a podcast because I'd been listening a lot to a gaming podcast called One Life Left, and mm. um, and it's a magazine like a weekly magazine yeah, yeah, show yeah. and all that stuff. And I said that to you, and I can't remember if it was at the time or by email or something afterwards. But you said, "Yeah, we want to do a podcast, mm. but only if you're involved." Mm. And I hadn't. Uh, I've mm. not done any audio ever. Mm. So, um, and that I think was why I was round because I'm kind of very much if I don't do something there and then, yeah. If something doesn't happen there and then, it has mm. a tendency to not happen. Yeah. Is my experience. So it got going so, pretty quickly when it got going, didn't it? Yeah, you have mm. to though, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Otherwise, that's uh, that, that's why nearly every relationship I've ever been in, I've moved in with them after a couple of weeks. Why wait? If you know, you just know, don't you? Yeah. The only thing that. Um, and it got me back into weekly comics, doing this yeah. got me back into weekly comics, mm-hmm. which I hadn't done that for a really long time. So that was weird because it meant you also had to start thinking about like caring about all of this, these weekly controversies yeah, yeah. and stuff. Because yeah. I'd just been getting trade paperbacks. It didn't, none of that impacted mm. on me. Um, Actually, since I've stopped being able to afford going to the and buying, it's weird how I, I, I have a very different relationship all of a sudden with comics and things do happen slower and things don't seem so important mm. um, in the way that they did do when I was buying weekly comics. You know, it sort of passes my butt. I miss Batman. Oh. Um, but I guess, obviously, there's that. There's that I've got back into comics. There is meeting a lot of the people that we've met, although I don't know it's... Not if, all of my Nick. What? Do you want to say by name the ones that you'd rather not have met? Or sorry, I thought that's where you were going. Sorry. No, there aren't My any. Bad. Well, what, the only the only thing I'm not 100 percent sure of is I have always been a gobshite on Twitter anyway. So I'm not sure how many of those people, people like Lee Gallagher, um, probably Martin Eden, George Beedham, M- Michael Georgiou, all of those people. I don't think I would have met if it hadn't been and David Wynn I don't yeah, think I I'd have met know. if it hadn't mm. been for this because I didn't know the whole small press I I knew two or three people who were already working in the small press or in indie comics in the UK and then I didn't know anyone else so all of those people I just wouldn't have met I wouldn't have been reading 2000 AD anymore uh, again so I wouldn't have got talking to those people and those are like real they feel like real tangible um they are real tangible relationships that we have with mm-hmm. people and that's really important but I also met I also because of David Wynn and because of Mom I ended up reconnecting with a friend of mine from when I was 14 the first guy I used to sit in his room and we'd read comics with each other and I hadn't talked to him in over 20 years because I'd moved away and we didn't have the internet and and that's kind of a big, that's a pretty big deal because of all of the different social things that have happened that might have happened if without mom, without the mom cast, uh, but, 
but might have only happened because the mom cast me don't know i definitely know i wouldn't have like reconnected with my friend imran if we hadn't hosted david wins mcm expo experience yeah and imran hadn't been uh putting together his own convention because he saw my name in mm-hmm. connection to the convention thing and got in touch with me and that's that sort of connection that happens in comics that we are now part of because we don't have an awful lot of listeners but the people who are involved with us who do like us really like us yeah. in ways mm. that I just don't understand no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't I'm so grateful for it but yeah. it, it it just is also baffling for me because it seems like we just turn up and talk nonsense it's David Wynn. He may or may not be cross. Well, farewell then, Mumcast. Um, this is all a bit of a shock, to be honest. I know you guys have been talking about rebranding for a very long time, and um, and it's clear it's been certainly been clear for a little while that things have been very difficult for you to keep the show running but i'm very very sad to hear to hear today's news and we'll be very sad to see you go um i you guys know uh listeners may not necessarily know that i work uh nights and so uh momcast um normally i i listen to momcast literally as it's released on a friday morning in the early hours of a friday morning and um it it's a a very important part of my week um i will i will really really miss it thursday nights won't be the same thursday nights night shift will not be the same without momcast um and and uh not having uh the voices of my friends uh once a week to listen to will be um it's not. It's not a nice thing. I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I'm very sad to see you go. I'm very sad to hear that. Um, and that's my bleep going off. Uh, somebody's got some work for me to do, so I, I guess I'd better finish this up. I'm just yeah, because yes, I'm at work because it's Thursday night. Um, yeah, farewell, Mumcast. Um, I hope you'll come back soon. I mean, it, this isn't bec- about uh, the whole official artist thing, is it? Look at that. I managed to make it all about me. Right there. Right there at the end. Alright. Well. Bye. Buh. As for the very last time. Buh bye. There are people who have been wonderfully um, supportive of us. I know that we have in mind projects that we'd like to do in the future. Mm-hmm. And one that I'm just about to I have. I've recorded a, an episode of a new podcast which mm-hmm. um, I've got a, a website for it and everything. We're about to about to release to the world. So shall we try and be a bit more positive and sort of talk about if you, if you do like our voices and how we podcast, what we what we might have on offer for you? We're being super positive. But okay. you mean future future facing. Can I talk about my my two well my one th- my yes. one thing and then one thing with Jane. Is that all right, Jane? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so um I have a which should be up this weekend, a football podcast called Full Kit Panther. Um that I'm doing it with a couple of friends of mine, Pete and Paul. Um and that will be a monthly um, irreverent look at football with a slant on provincial football fans. So we're all Saints fans, so hopefully we'll be looking at the game from that sort of smallish 
sort of um, top flight club attitude, to be honest with you. And the first recording was great fun. That would be um, up and available very, very soon. And Jane and I uh, are planning to do very soon a new monthly podcast, we think, with a working title of James and Jane have just watched. Yeah. And that would just basically be... Not a review show, but we we have watched a, a, a film or a TV show. It basically just be us um, either shitting on it or saying what we liked it. Probably not shitting on it. Obviously, we keep it positive. We well, never spent money on it. Why would you? We're, ne- we're never. Yeah, we're never negative about um, never negative about films we've just watched. But it'd just be me and Jane chatting about stuff we've we've watched, which, which I think I'm looking forward to doing. Oh, it will be. That'll good be fun. cool. Yeah, definitely. What um, are there any major major league films that Jane hasn't seen that you have seen that you want to? Because have you seen all the big ones like Star Wars and mm-hmm. and all of that stuff? Yeah. So it's mostly going to be what new stuff? Or? Yeah, I think the first one we should do we should watch um, like a mystery theater of three thousand one and then totally deconstruct that. I think that'd be <laughs> hilarious that's while we're watching ridiculous. it. That's, that's <laughs> like it's like be like the infinite meta. yeah it'd be like the, uh, the the infinite mirror of podcasts, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That does really sound good. Cool. Um, John? Well, well <laughs> I've got a plan for the future. Um, I'm going to be... Uh, well, I've recently started playing Skyrim, so that's pretty much the next eight years of my life. Couldn't get into Gone. it. You're going to do a, um, a podcast about playing Skyrim? I probably could. That would be quite funny. For me oh, only. Oh, I've forgotten how to bring up my inventory menu. Fucking hell, what's that? That'd be me. It's <laughs> the B button. Yeah, where's the fucking inventory? How do I scroll through to the weapon bit? Oh, what the foul fuck it? I'm going to watch a film. Yeah, it is. A, <laughs> I'm going to watch a walkthrough of the game. Have you finished, uh, finished GTA? Fuck. Stop I'm... asking. You're never getting it off me. No, I'm an only child, Nick. I'm really possessive. You've let Why me you stop borrow before? it from the library? Do the library have what? Have do video games? Next time you come over, you can borrow GTA because there's no way I'm playing it again. I'm done with it. Oh. No, no, I'm done. No, I, I am done with it. Like like, why? Why did you into it? That hasn't worried you over the last five years. <laughs> 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 um. I don't okay. Know. Right. So, what what's going to happen with this? With this, with uh, I, um, with blah. this, this with room's this, this going to be room, here. This room's still going to be here. Well, I what's clear is changes think... in in Jane and my life are yeah. going to make. Well, I don't know about Jane. I can't really speak for you, Jane, but I know that it's very likely that being able to appear weekly is going to be quite tough for me potentially mm-hmm. soon. So, um, and I know um, from time to time you have trouble getting here because of the time. My high flying career. <laughs> Which no. takes me across Southampton. No, Jane, Jane is is very hardworking, very dedicated to her job and very good at her job. And that means that actually quite often um, late on during the day, because of the sort of work she, she does, people want to meet with her to get things done. So she genuinely can't get here for the – because we record quite early. Yeah. Now go on. No, it's just being nice. Thank you, no. And you're not going to be around because, what, you're going to be wanking at your desk. Well, we see. <laughs> I'll be able to tell you after Tuesday. <laughs> so I'm personally still going to be working on Unanswered with uh, Life Partner Steve. He's not going to... I don't know if that's still going to work if we're not doing MomCast, if we're not going to be doing... I don't know. Anyway, I'm still going to hopefully be doing Unanswered with Life Partner Steve. I think we're still going to be doing Two Grown Men. We're still going to be doing Two Grown Men. I'm sure you're um, still going to be doing Unanswered. You're yeah, going to be doing my, my, Two Grown Men. Oh, Sorry, dear. John doesn't listen to podcasts, so he may not realise that James and I have for 50... I, I do realise we have. I was just going for the most 
Have you been doing it Lois. for 52 weeks? <laughs> yes, this yeah, coming Monday wow. will be 52 weeks. My so. wife won't let me quit uh, 2GM even if I wanted to, because uh, right. it's her uh, only and favourite podcast. All right, cool. She Aww. doesn't listen to this then. Ten like comics. Uh, she used to listen to the first 20 minutes of this. Then turn it off. But now she doesn't listen so to I'd it I'd love to hear back from anyone who just used to listen for the first 20 minutes. Yeah? Really? I don't know. Is there anyone I mean, how, out there? how is that going to happen, though? Because they'll have only listened to the first 20 minutes. We yeah. ask this question now. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but this whole podcast has been the first 20 minutes, hasn't it? I finally got my own way after 250. I think that's the problem. I love comics, but I could have probably happily just Not shot, the, shot the breeze um, <laughs> for 250 episodes. But in, in terms of uh, in terms of weekly uh, comic book podcast recorded in Southampton on Thursday nights. I've not finished sorting out all the details, but I'm hoping that there will still be something coming out of this studio or one of these studios with me involved. And I'm hoping uh, that it's everyone in the room right now is going to be a part of it. But obviously I haven't asked them yet. Because it's yes, still early I days. I, so, I was going to say I'm good for weddings, bar mitzvahs, podcasts, whatever anyone I, needs. Like, I'm not trying to put anyone on the spot. I'm just thinking uh, one of one of the problems, one of the problems with keeping mom going, um, is that people's lives have moved on and schedules have changed, and it's become quite difficult for people to do this. And it's go, it's going to become more difficult for people to do this regularly, um, and. I'm going to try and work out structural ways that that's going to be easier to do so that we can still do something that's roughly the same sort of show, but that people are going to get to feel easier about coming in and doing and stuff like that. But I don't know, because I'm not going anywhere, because basically I'm stubborn. I'll probably still be turning up at the studio, even if like I'm not really doing you'll no just one be else sat here on your own recording yeah. a podcast well, I'm on holiday for the next two Thursdays anyway so. yeah so it's going to be I'm just going to be sat here on my uh, own uh, where are you the, off to well I'm just I'm on, I'm on leave so I'm going to Devon oh okay and, uh, is that what a staycation is no, no. staycation, no, staycation is when you don't leave your you just stay in your place house. of residence yeah like I'm basically going to end up doing Skyrim this weekend we are going to stay at my no this is our coming weeks no, I, I, I'm just saying, I want to know what this is. This weekend, um, I'm going to stay at my... We can't afford a holiday this year, a proper one, like where we go and stay in a house somewhere like Devon or Dorset or yeah. somewhere. And so what we're doing instead is our in-laws, my in-laws are away. They've got a nice house. So we're going up there with a couple of friends and the dogs and everything. And it's going to be like when we go... House sitting. To the co- yeah. And so it's going to be a weekend version. So it's and, a break. Yeah. But it's... It's in it's in my in laws' house. It's so a break. It's house vacation. Oh, house sitting. It's a break that involves house sitting. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's just house sitting. Fair enough. Your house sitting. Okay. But in a nice house, that's good. So it isn't a staycation. Don't pee in a pool. Staycations at your home. They don't have a they don't have a pool. Make one out of pee. <laughs> so st- st- staycation is when when you stay at home and relax. And just act as if the whole of the rest of the world has has gone away. Yes, you stay at the place yeah. where your letters get posted. So, like, when Amy goes away for a few days to stay with her, her parents, I'm having a staycation. No, you're having a lot of wanks. And not much That's food. not the same thing. Own, onanism break. 
Max Barnard, Max Barnard, he's got a lovely voice. Max Barnard, Max Barnard, comics are his choice. Oh, fuck, I just hit my face on the microphone. Hey, monkeys, it's Max, as you'd expect from the fact I sound like Max. And why would I lie to you? I did a contribution. I had it all ready to go out edited and stuff. It was about five and a half minutes long, sort of very retrospective, congratulatory look, uh, me giving tribute to your brilliance for surviving 250 episodes. It, uh, it sounded like I was eulogising a funeral, and I myself sounded quite depressed. So I'm taking another stab at that, because that's no good, is it? No, that's terrible. So instead, we're just going to say, 250 episodes, that's great. You guys have been around for... Half of the time I've spent reading comics, like being aware they're comics, comics, reading comics, whether Eastern or Western, like actually having the awareness to go, I'm reading comics. Like, you've been around for half of that, and I've known you guys for almost that entire time. I mean, just like, ratio-wise. And that's been a great experience. You guys have been some of my favourite people to uh, to talk to, to meet, to like, just generally know through the power of the internet. Um, I've been a long time thing. You've ended up with me... Uh, meeting or doing stuff with several people. I mean, I ended up working with Tim Swan on an excellent podcast series and generally just, uh, becoming friends with him. Met David Wynn, George Beedham, wah wah, uh, and the delightful, uh, cutesy bear that is Michael Giorgio. Like, there's been a lot of stuff I've gained out of this particular podcast, so congratulations on going so long, whatever the future may hold. You've done 250 fucking episodes, that's Really quite impressive. And I feel like that's probably all that needs to be said on it, because anything else starts to sound quite low in mood, and I probably don't need to lay that down upon all of you. So what I'm going to do, I'm currently sat on the edge of my bed. On the on the complete other side of my room is my bookcase, which uh, has recently been filled up with all the comics I still own, because uh, I got them out of the house where I used to live. That's a long, complicated story you don't need to know. And... We're going to review a few, but only the ones I can see from here with my eyes. So Shaman King, uh, talked about FEV recently, Hiroyuki Takai, kind of a bit shitty, but means a lot to me. First of a comic I read got me into everything, essentially is what led me down the slippery slope to knowing you guys, which is kind of cool when you think about it. Let's, let's give it a C+. Plus. A Bride Story, one of the prettiest comics ever made, just generally amazing. Um, persons, the person who created it, uh, Karen Mori, I believe her name is. Oh, what else can I see? Legends, it was a monthly Shonen Jump series to promote some weird plastic toy in Japan. The comic was okay, the toys were shite and never went anywhere, that's kind of cool. Uh, Aizu, by, uh, by Masakazu Katsura. It's probably the best uh, boys' romance comic ever, because boys' romance comics don't tend to exist very much, but it's got just the right balance of pervy, cluelessness, and, like, actual heartfelt moments to matter. That's cool. Rurouni Kenshin, I've got two of his big editions. That's nice. It's by Nobuhiro Watsuki. The guy's career is kind of shit uh, nowadays, but dude has created two excellent comics with that and Buso Rankin, which I can also see on there. Beat the Vandal Buster. Twelve volumes long. Riku Sanji, Koji Inada. Uh, never finished. It's been on hiatus since 2006. It's never coming back. That's tragically sad. Fairy Tale by Hiro Mashima. It's shit. Bakuman by the people who made Death Note. And indeed Death Note. They're fine comics. Bit wordy. Uh, look nice though. That's good. Um, Ghost Rider. The, uh, the Daniel Way and Jason Aaron runs. Daniel Way run. Only, only good comic Daniel Way's ever written. Just general facts there. The Jason Aaron run might be his best actually. It's like, it's when he, when he's sort of like crazy seven ways with new to us and hadn't worn quite 
thin. You know, it's always that way with creators when they go over to Marvel. They come over with like crazy indie style ideas and then write event comics. Dial H for Hero Showcase Presents. Fucking funny. Just brilliant. X Factor by Peter David. The, uh, not the original run though. I have the first one with that there, but rather the, uh, the Mad Rocks run, which is fucking amazing. One of my favourite comics. Uh, the Greg Pack Hulk stuff. I've got Planet Hulk and World War Hulk now. I really need to go and buy more of it. That's great. Captain Britain. Paul Cornell's best comic. Uh, best Captain Britain comic. Nice and easy. Um, Black Cat by, uh, Kentaro Yubuki. Kind of shitty and generic, but actually fun. Rips off Final Fantasy VII. That's weird. And what else can I fit in? X-Men. Age of X. Clay Mandruitt. Mike Carey wrote it. Fun. Started off that whole thing where Legion mattered to people. Uh, some Grant Morrison books. They're alright. NYX. Bit fucking weird. Icon. Icon. Mothership Connection. Dwayne McDuffie. Um, but yeah, Dwayne McDuffie. Uh, one of the all-time comics heroes. Dead. Like all good heroes, sadly. And Eternals by Neil Gaiman and John Romita Jr. Quite a nice comic. Is there any others I can say? Pretty face. Pervy. Weird. Funny. I Shield 21. American football in a comic. Who knew? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I like it. Getting getting more of it printed in the US and England soon. That's cool because it's a legend. That'll do, won't it? Yeah, that'll do. Okay, cool. Have fun. Enjoy your milestone. Bye. Um, One last thing I'd quite like to do. I'm going to put you guys on the spot. So... We've got lots of exciting projects coming. Hopefully there'll be more. This isn't anything to do with the bowl, is it? Yeah, I've got the bowl with me. No. So hopefully there'll be more projects. There'll be stuff that you really enjoy. Hopefully you'll keep enjoying podcasts that we do. But um, would any of you like to call on like your favourite book over the last five years that we've spoken about? My on, my personal favourite book over the last five years that we've spoken about is American Vampire. Mm-hmm. I call. absolutely love that book right from the beginning. My first review of that book was a first issue when it came out and I got a DM from Scott Snyder thanking me for my lovely review <laughs> which was later followed up by a picture saying I love you Jane that somebody got for me. He left his wife didn't he as well that was so sad <laughs> yeah. and you rejected a, him. Isn't there a conflict of interest there though because now that you're friends can you about <laughs> <laughs> friends Nick now you're best casual <laughs> acquaintances <laughs> So American Vampire is my, my book. There have obviously been some really good stuff Saga is brilliant Sex Criminals. Three books. Demo. Yeah, no, books. but I've already defined my favourite. And Demo, which made me fall Four. in love with Becky Cloonan. So there's been lots of really good Do you want to go for a fifth? No. Okay. She's in up all the good ones. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> James? The boys. No, oh, you no, said by no, name. No, James, James. James. I love the boys. I love the boys. Aww. That was, I just, I was mad for it. I couldn't get enough of it. Couldn't get I, enough of the boys. Yeah. Of all the monthly books, that was the one that I used to pace around the most. Spider-Man, slot Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. I'd never been a monthly Spider-Man reader until we did this. Um, enjoyed Morrison's run on Batman. That was weird. Um, again, David Wynn stuff, everyone's stuff that we liked. But oh, yeah. What would you well, say I think is your, your favourite David Wynn thing? Do you like his recent stuff? I like um, Space Escape. Space Escape. Yeah, I really like Particle Fiction. I like the stuff he was doing with Particle Fiction an awful lot. No, so I was just, I just wanted the Space Gate gag. All right. That's fine. Uh, you hadn't, you hadn't finished. There was another yeah, one. Yeah, I pretty much finished. Okay, John. Um, I think my favourite book probably would be Sex Criminals at this point. I don't think. What's Brimping? I don't know. Oh, okay. I've forgotten. Right. Um, but it's. A book that, even though it's quite recent, is something I really seem to love. It reminds me of why I think buying comics on a monthly basis is a good thing because of the letters page. And yes, which more of, comics are bringing back now? The fact they? that 
like Saga is always really good for that. His page. Um, Peter David's run on X Factor. Again, I'm just going through the ones with like the letters pages, but Peter David's run on X Factor is probably, I mean, for me, that was 10 years. I started collecting it long before I started on Mob. I ended up like, it finished quite recently. It's been rebooted since, but. It's been rebooted a couple of times, yeah. hasn't it? What, but, do you th- what do you think of the most recent? I haven't actually read any of it. Okay. There's, Sorry, for some reason, the one that started in the sort of end of the House of M just completely I remember picking it up thinking oh this won't be much and then 10 years later I was still reading it going I love this like I don't want this to ever end and of course it did and uh, then came back again yeah but no um, John explains the X-Men <laughs> oh dear no that is a podcast in and of itself yes he yeah, listens to that go. he listens to oh, that no. oh my god <laughs> what he this is awful. If you've been listening about. to this show, no, I am completely. He'd oh, okay. Know, he'd know how how awful that is to hear. John, there is a podcast. Yeah, you should listen to it. Oh, it's brilliant. No, no. Explain the X Men. No, brilliant. You should you should listen to it. Okay, I will go and listen to it. It's why we've had to quit. They've set the benchmark yeah. too we high almost, for comic book podcasting. We had we uh, David Wynn knows yeah. knows them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we had a definite in. We could have been friends. Yeah. We could have been friends mm. with the cool podcasters. Yeah. James went and fucked it up. I he called started a rivalry. I called him out, and it, yeah, it's fucked us really. And look where it's led us. No, actually, uh, actually, I think we're on the precipice of. They've actually been very kind about pointing people in our direction in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, cheers for that. <laughs> so, just, just at the point where people start listening, you need to burn things with fire. <laughs> so you do it. That's there. You go out with style. Thanks Phoenix. for listening. Burn it. It's thematically thematically in line with yeah, the, yeah, the X Men. Right. We're, like, we're like Jean Grey. We're exactly like Jean Grey. Hot redheads with agency. You are allowed no more than three favourites, Nick. Name them now. I have two, and one of them's been used up already. Oh, use it again. What was that? Uh, Sex Criminals is amazing. It makes me. It. it I got the impression from the first arc that it was going to be something more than a funny uh, cock and balls book. But it is a it is a funny cock and balls book. book. It is, but very... um, I I, uh, I kind of got the impression it was going to be. There were hints that it was going to going to start um, handling some pretty grown up uh, stuff about relationships and about mental health and stuff like that. The second arc so far has been heartbreaking. Yeah, absolutely I... heartbreaking, and I love it. It's everything I kind of want. From a comic, I've I've made this connection before, but it reminded me of reading some of the J.M. de Matisse, some of the some of the really good and weird stuff that was coming out from Epic in um in the late eighties and early nineties that was teaching me that comics weren't just spat like spandex superhero stuff that were about people and relationships and were heartbreaking, and it's kind of it's taken me right back there. Other things have, but Sex Criminals is the perfect mix of stupidly funny. And really real and raw. Yeah. Yeah. And what is your other book, Nick? It it kind of has to be an on balance thing. It has to be on balance 2000 AD, which I wouldn't have started oh, reading again good if call. it hadn't That's been good, for yeah. this podcast. And it isn't always great. It's been, to be honest, having read it on and off for, what, 30 years? Mm. Probably a bit longer, actually. 
I think in the last, while we've been covering it on this show, it's been the most consistently good yeah. that I have ever seen. Yeah. Do you think there's a link in there? Almost certainly. It's us. It's yeah. us pushing yeah. them to greater heights. I think maybe it is. Mm. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's something to that. It's it's too difficult to pick out favourite stories in there, but it's just been excellent. And there's a reason yeah. why we kind of talk about it most weeks. It isn't. It isn't just our amazing joke, which I hope you'll be picking up somewhere. Uh, well, I, the yeah, the thing, the thing that's ironic, the tragic irony to the fact that uh, 2008 is such a good comic is it's also going to be the downfall of us all. Because yeah. John doesn't know this because he hasn't been around. But what, we, what we've discovered through the course of doing our reviews is each uh, each prog. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know what year we're, I don't know what issue we're on now. But each prog is actually produced using up all of the resources of the year, the equivalent year to it. So prog eighteen thirty two used up all of the resources and all of the people and everything in eighteen thirty two. It was beamed to at the present day to now to go into the comic that we're reading now. So we're fine for about another, what, 100 weeks? Yeah, we've got a couple of years left. But once they catch up to the present day, we're going yeah, to going evaporate. Gone. They yeah. cheat a little bit. Because Isn't that the got, next Big Bang? I think it, I think it might be, but yeah. the tragic thing about the next Big Bang, as ultimately positive as it will be because everything mm. will collapse and then explode again yeah. and there'll be a new reality, is it effectively means... Us no longer existing. Oh, well. Not the podcast. I mean, us as individuals. I can take one for the team. No, no, we're all we'll all be taking. Yeah, this one isn't an opt out team. I think, I think the team can take one for the team, and the team won't exist anymore. That's all right. And even or the league that the team is playing. Existent- in, I believe that's how teams. Yeah. Work. Existence is entirely overrated. It's quite interesting that you mentioned that theory, though, because there was a from when I read 2080 years and years and years ago, there was a story that ran called Killing Time. Oh yeah, which was about two. Random purple people. Indigo Prime. It's running yeah. now. Yeah. Is it running? Is it a new story? A new, a new story written by the same guy, John Smith. It's amazing. It's really, really. What? Good. I've, I've got to find and the this one now. you're talking about was drawn by Chris Weston, and it was really, yeah. really. Yeah. And it was good. about Jack the Ripper. Yeah. And it had it a, a kipper. I think. Uh, I think that was them letting you slightly behind the curtain of how they produced the comic. Yeah, that's I, exactly what I was thinking. I must clarify for anyone who's been thinking about this for all the time. I've been saying it when they have an issue two thousand. 2011, 2012, 2013, which they do once a year. Um, that's an annual. It doesn't really count. They don't make it yeah. the same way. It's yeah. just filler stuff. It is that they've spaced locally. It, it's sweepings from the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the previous years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe they they wipe out one particular place and yeah. use that all up for it. I don't know. Yeah. But they're never as good, so you can tell not as much has gone into them. Hello again. I've had a bit of time to think. Um, a few minutes to think about my last uh, message and I realised um, I talked at length about how much I'm going to miss the show and how unhappy I am that it's ending um, but I've, one thing I forgot to say um, was thank you which uh, really should have been the first thing I said um, thank you for you, your for the show for starters, for just for being there for five years every week. Um, but also, uh, thank you for supporting my work. Um, that's, that's been a huge thing for me. Um, I owe, I owe Momcast a lot, uh, personally, like, um, on a, 
on many many levels you know as as a cartoonist as a as a fan of comics as and just socially just as a person um so you know and i mean it's not like you're all going to cease to exist or anything but just yeah thank you thank you for the last five years of momcast it's been brilliant and and yeah there you go also i realized i didn't actually introduce myself in either of these um so uh, this is David Wynn. I'm sure there's been the the noisy theme tune. Yeah. All right. Bye. Okay. Is that? Are we? Is <laughs> I don't it? Know, are we? Are, are we done? done? I think we're done. Are you happy? I think. Oh, hold on. It's a note here <laughs> on the table. I just I didn't see it before. It's re- a remarkably crinkly note. It is. It's uh, written on uh, vellum. <laughs> I'll read it out. I'm totally not ab-libbing this. It's really a note. It says, I can, it's very scratchy writing. It's red ink as well. And it says, R-R-R, Bob Carroll G, spitting the dog. <laughs> I'll be back. R-R-R. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means at all. That's just bizarre. That's some weird shit right there. Who's up for saying goodbye for the last time? Yeah, let's do it. Bye-bye! And thanks. Three, two, one. Timothy Swan, Timothy Swan. He'll break your arm, he'll break your arm with his bloody great wings. Okay, that'll do. Good. Key! Ah. What is it good for? Talking about comics. Tell me why did it have to be my good George you? When he reviews comics, oh my god, doesn't he go on? When he writes comic books, they are really very good. But when he reviews, he makes me crave death. Michael George you. George Beedham! Wah! Wah! Scales Drawther! Wah! Wah! A Monday comic fan, me mean stride. Today, Stephen Lacey, me mean pride. Stephen Lacey, Stephen Lacey. Ambush podcasting is what we're going to do from now on, right? Basically, I've got a new show lined up where I'm going to lie in bushes in Southampton Parks and late at night I'm going to jump out of people and do on-the-spot ad hoc podcasts. You're all right? How are you? You look pissed. <laughs> Fuck the police. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you don't want to be doing that in parks in Southampton given the reputation they have. At this particular Maybe James point, is the reputation. At this particular point <laughs> in our relationship, point. I really want James to do this podcast. <laughs> I might do. <laughs> and then you do a prison podcast. <laughs> and I'd really like to do ow, that. Ow, <laughs> ow, ow. I don't think it would be... Oh, <laughs> oh this isn't as bad as everyone said it would. Let me... You can talk, it's okay. What have you no, been chewing? Just, yeah, I was trying not to chew so loudly that...
Was this uh, was this the worst idea? Also, <laughs> yeah, well done for my that. My stomach's sending a signal going, "Where's the food, fucker?" And no food's coming. So, were you waiting? I'm coming though. Yeah, but not. Uh. You're uh, yourself. Not eight. my stomach, though, are you? John. Yo. Can you talk? You want me to talk? What do you want me to talk about? That's good. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Podcasting shit. Do it again. Okay, you want me to talk? Um, yeah, I'm talking now. Um, right, so when you get excited and laugh, try doing one of those. <laughs> that's still that's good. Not- don't. That's, that's fake, that's social <laughs> laughing. That's what we- You'll float. What? We all float down here, Jane. We all <laughs> float. <laughs> oh, we all flirt with your other half still. Do I flirt with her? No. I was going to say it's been a while, but yeah, sometimes. I think. Um, I didn't finish John's sound check actually. No, you didn't. Uh, so we did laughing. <laughs> yeah, finish me off. We did laughing. Fucking right. hell. Um, so we checked. We've checked laughing. Yep. We've checked just talking normally. Yep. What What will it sound like, and what sort of volume will it happen at if you cry? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, there's the laugh one done. Because James has a James has a stated. Was I not supposed to say? No, I, I said that my aim for this. Really, really. Oh God! Don't cry. make me cry. Oh, John, cry. <laughs> no, every every fucking fibre in my body is 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 here to try and. I want. I don't get. <laughs> He's going to get up at the end of the podcast and hit me repeatedly. No, no. he wants. No, he no, wants no. no I won't be violent. Yeah, it's, it's oh, just okay. be emotional bullying. I'm wondering if I should get a piece of paper and a pen out. John can write down a few triggers for us. <laughs> Is that a bit mean? I mean, you want you want this to be successful, right, John? I think I've got a plan. What is your plan? Um, <laughs> he's going to say he's going to upset everyone. He told us. And then, yeah, he sent an email. Oh yeah, no, that yeah, fine. Fuck okay. me. And this is why. This is why. Are you recording this? Because this is fucking why. We Fuck really me. What? I read fine. that. <laughs> And then Fuck. instantly forgot about Fucking it. Fucking hell. I didn't get Forgot that. about what? It's all your fault, John. I want that I want that as a matter of record, but it's all John's fault. Is this the show? Fucking brilliant. Oh my god. Is that your condom? No. I don't have I don't use a condom. I'm married. Yeah, there's, but for nostalgia. There's a thing in his wallet that says daddy on it. I know. Did you I know did, that was in there? I didn't know. Oh, that that's was in lovely. There. I'm gonna open it. Sorry. This guys. is the other show. It is, sorry. Couldn't you have asked her to do it on a Monday? Yeah, she might have done. I've only just looked. Fucking selfish. Maybe Aww. he's going to cry. Hello, monkeys. <sighs> Say hello. You're all dead. You're all gone. You. Oh, I mean, James had a massive accident. Uh, his full transformation into Wankler. Nick and <laughs> ran away to live together forever and ever. No one knows. <laughs> Jane. Timothy. <laughs> Discovered late. 
and killed them all. David Wynn is actually quite close by now. I could probably actually just travel 30 miles and say hi. My uncle Giorgio, under mysterious circumstances, uh, summoned a tornado and killed an entire town. What can you do? George Beedham. Wah. Wah. You're all gone. And what's left in the wreckage? Um, and Keyhawk, he has dead too. And, uh... Stephen Lacey. I mean, what do you do when you have the survivor skill of being the only person left? Whatever that said. I am just a disembodied voice. I don't think I was ever real all along.